it's me, Allie Lee, and welcome to my podcast. I hope you all are staying warm and cozy during this winter storm, enjoying a nice cup of hot chocolate while watching the kids build a snowman or sledding, or maybe having a nice hot bath, bubble bath to be exact, with a glass of wine, if you are considering me jealous. I wish I could be doing that right now. Now, if you do have to go out in this weather, please be safe on the roads. Actually, the other night, before, you know, the snow even started, I was in Walmart and it was packed. I almost got ran over by a person with a cart. And when I was going to check out this other woman who had this mean look in her eyes, I don't know what her deal was, but she cut in front of me. <sighs> it, it, like, it was madness. Madness, I tell you. You could barely walk in the store and the the lady, the cashier, told me just a little bit ago before I even got there, it was covered. You couldn't even see their floor. Guess that is what happens when people panic buy all at once. And we all know about those panic shoppers. This podcast will be all about pets, cats and dogs specifically, the struggles and rewards of being a pet parent. If you already have pets, then you know well enough what it is like. If you haven't had a pet or are looking to get one, then this podcast may help you. Let's get started. Struggles of having a dog. Chewing. This can go on well into a dog's adulthood. From a puppy teething to a dog who does it for attention or just because sometimes they just are like that. Every dog owner has experienced that one special item being chewed. Shoes, clothing, important documents, been there. Even when they have their own toys and bones, they still tend to chew anything and everything they can. Um, That includes the couch, actually. Yeah, the couch. So watch for that. Patients can wear thin and sometimes you lose your cool. But remember, this is a process. Leash training. Look, I am not perfect at this because my dog still pulls and sometimes plays with a leash. Um, that's just when you show them potty time is potty time. I give a little pull, not hard, but like a little one. And I say her name and I get stern. When I stop walking and stop my foot, then she knows I mean business. And then she'll walk to a spot to go potty at. This leading into potty training. Ugh! The most dreaded thing of being a pet parent. This requires time and a lot of patience. When starting out normally, you know, you must take them out every hour or you will have messes to clean up. That is not fun. Some dogs catch on faster than others. I've experienced... With all the dogs I've had in my life, some, some got it very quickly and others took months. So, there's that. So, my suggestion is every hour at first. Do that for about a week or two, then gradually increase the time. They will learn not to have accidents. Not as much anyway. And they will learn to hold it better. 
Also, during the potty training phase, be prepared to lose sleep. Whew. Been there, done that. Sometimes, even though my dog is potty trained, sometimes she will wake me up in the middle of the night still. Also, during the potty training phase, be prepared to lose sleep. I already said that, sorry. Um, if you are crate training, just know you will most likely be cleaning that crate on the daily. Estimated time to have your dog outside when you do have them out there, 5 to 15 minutes. Believe me, I know it is extremely hard to do that. Worse when it is freezing cold and snowing or raining to the point you can't even see. It, it's not, I'm not saying it's fun at all because it's not. Barking. Unfortunately, dogs bark at everything. That is what they do. It's in their nature. This one is tricky because, you know, you must deal with it no matter what. At the mailman, at a car going by, even when the grass blows in the wind, they can still bark. Every dog is different. So you may have one that doesn't bark. Or you may have one that always barks. There are methods to try to get them to stop such as making eye contact, giving them your stern voice, certain sounds like clapping or a whistle. If those don't work, you can always research more ways. The one thing I do not recommend is a shock collar. To me, even if your dog is hyper and destroying everything and barking and barking and not stopping, the shock collar, in my opinion, is like animal cruelty. Others have their opinions, that's just mine. Separation anxiety and wanting all of your attention. Some dogs struggle just like we do with separation anxiety or anxiety in general. There are calming medications you can give your pooch. Probably about an hour before you leave if you know you need to go out. Reassurance does not always work. But it is a nice thing to try. Explain to your fur baby you need to run out, but we'll be back. Give them a good belly rub, a hug, and a kiss. I suggest putting them in a crate or blocking off the rooms so you do not come home to a destroyed house. I once had a dog who cried every time I left the house. She would chew up the door or blankets while I was away. She even chewed up her crate and went to the bathroom all over it, which was not fun to clean because you had to clean the up the mess from the crate you had to clean the crate itself she destroyed it you had to clean her it, no a dog wanting your attention is not uncommon they get jealous just like us humans and if you have important work to do for your job or around the house that is typically when they try to get your attention the most yeah it's always when you have something to do because it's a jealousy thing they think you're replacing them or something. I don't know. Let us move on to struggles of having a cat. They claw at you. Being scratched by a cat hurts. And they claw at you to get your attention. Or being a brat that day. Just depends. Litter training. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I have noticed... That cats tend to learn potty training fairly quickly. 
you know, compared to dogs. But with litter comes a mess. You will find yourself sweeping daily and changing out the litter about two to three times a week. I mean, unless you got one of those, like, fancy litter boxes that do self-cleaning and cover up the mess and odor. Everything is a scratch post. Painted walls, that is a place a cat likes to scratch. That new stereo system, yep, that too, trust me. They can climb and jump. Tables, countertops, stove tops, and if they can get to it, they will. Meowing. You can hear them meow all day and night. They can keep you up if they want to. Meow for food, water, your attention, or just because they can. Vet bills. This goes for dogs, cats, really any animal. Those vet bills can really put a hole in the wallet. If your furry friend gets sick, needs groomed, or needs to get their shots, which they should get their shots, it can be costly. This I had to learn the hard way when my I had a dog a few years back and I still get a like emotional talking about it but uh he had gotten sick with parvo and we ended up having to take him to a vet where they said oh it's a virus we'll just keep monitoring them have them on IVs and well it's a virus it'll go away well Eventually, we brought him home, and it got worse, and ended up in an actual animal hospital, where it was $1,000 per night just for them to do the same exact thing that the regular vet did. And the next day, they had to call and say I had to make a choice whether to put him down or to not because his body started going downhill. Nothing was helping. He was a very small dog. He was very light. He couldn't fight it off. And it was just I had to make that decision on the phone and then have to get there up there within an hour to have them put down. So yes, now with my dog that I have now, we did make sure to get her shots and hope that it doesn't happen to her. Now... If you have either a cat or dog or both, be prepared for pet hair. Their hair gets everywhere. On the couch, your bed, clothes, and in the air around you. The hair can even get in your food, and it is gross to have to pick that out of your food. Whatever you want to eat and you're enjoying it, and you see hair from your animal. But with those struggles, there are rewards. So... Let's talk about those rewards. Rewards of being a pet owner. Hmm. When you can finally say your pet is potty trained. Hallelujah. 
let me tell you, there is nothing better than spending weeks or months potty training and they finally stop having accidents frequently. Sometimes they can mess up once in a while, but not like it was. Tricks for treats. That's what I call it. We are all guilty of bribing at one point or another and we do it with our pets. Your pet now knows their first or tenth trick and they get a special treat. That is rewarding for the fur baby and the owner. It's exciting because you took the time you showed them, you trained them, and they finally did it. They're listening. It's a reward. It really is. And last... You always have a friend. This, I feel, is probably the most important. Nothing and no one knows unconditional love better than your furry friend. With their cuddles and kisses, you are guaranteed to feel better. When you come home, they are there to greet you at the door with excitement. They may not talk, but they understand emotions and will always be there if you have a stressful day or are sad. Don't forget to include them this holiday season and thank you for tuning in.